Hey y'all, what's up? <laughs> Salut mes amis. Jane Dobre. Marhaba, Kevek. Annie Clay. Chalide Neko. Kela Gemiente. Wait, oh, hold on, you. And Mambo VP, my guys. My name is Joel Adamto, and this is Spilling the Z. Alright, welcome back everybody. My name is Joel Adamto and this is Spilling the Z. So today we're going to be talking about a fundamental topic, which is the life of a woman in STEM. And I'm joined by my dear friend Fatima, who's going to introduce herself and we're going to get started from there. Hey guys, um, my name is Fatima. Um, I'm a sophomore here at MSU and I'm studying mechanical engineering. Okay, there you have it. So we're going to dive in directly and we're going to start with an explanation of what your major entails. Mm -hmm. Okay. So yeah, so basically mechanical engineering uh, covers concepts of like physics and like calculus mm -hmm. in order to create things like mm -hmm. either through construction or like mechanical objects, just like heavy machinery mm -hmm. and yeah basically okay mm -hmm. so from what i'm getting you're smart because you mentioned calculus bro <laughs> <laughs> i wouldn't say smart bro, but yeah how many how many classes of calculus have you taken i'm so currently far? in calc 4 right now now you see yeah but that's already a problem if you see my gpa you wouldn't you wouldn't say the same <laughs> no so, no yeah. listen yeah I, I did up to calc 2 and that was enough to mm. traumatize me because yeah i've never seen such grades in my life <laughs> no, literally, I took Calc 2 over the summer, and mm -hmm. I almost cried, because I was and just like... And that's over the summer. It's yeah, usually easy over the over summer. The summer. Yeah, exactly. uh-huh. Okay. I mean, the summer, I had, like, an internship, to, okay. like, along with taking uh -huh. Calc 2, but I remember, like, literally at work, sitting in my cubicle, crying, because I saw my test scores, and I was like, I don't know if I can do this, <laughs> and then I remember talking to, like, my coworkers, who are, like, uh -huh. actual engineers, and they were like, yeah, we don't actually use calculus ever, so I'm like, okay, really? cool. Yeah. Bro, do you know how many people have told me that, like... I've talked to so many people who are doctors right now, and uh -huh. they're like, they have no idea where their concept of calculus enters in medicine. Up to no, now. No, literally, yeah. I think it's just like something that they make you take. That's for weird. And <laughs> I would assume a course like engineering, you'd want to use calculus somewhere. I'm, I mean, yeah, yeah, because like concepts in like Calc 3 and Calc 4, mm -hmm. like I kind of see them, unfortunately, in like my yeah. other classes. <laughs> so. But things yeah. like sign, turn you ever use I'm, that <laughs> I, I mean trig yeah uh -huh. like tr yeah trig but concepts you kind of use every day kind of like indirectly you know oh yeah. okay so indirectly but it's not like you're gonna sit down in your workplace mm, and stuff no not really pull up a calculator and be like sign yeah day. yeah that's the thing like I'll always uh -huh. have a calculator in my job like after college so I don't really like I mean I see the need to know why to calculate these things okay. like off the bat but it's uh -huh. just like I'm always gonna have a calculator with me so like okay so we've <laughs> talked about calculus what other subjects do you do you do um so i've taken physics mm -hmm. i've taken chemistry mm -hmm. um I, currently i'm taking thermodynamics Oof. um it's basically just like physics and like I, I think thermodynamics is like its own thing okay yeah. yeah and then i'm taking this one course it's called um mechanics of deformable solids Damn. so it's basically just like Damn. physics and mm -hmm. material science and like Dude, one. I don't think I'll do that. <laughs> Let's be quite honest. Yeah. Because small, small organic chemistry is making me cry. I can't Ooh. imagine doing thermodynamics. Yeah, I bro. see concepts of orgo and like, I don't know. I'm just like, 
no not no. like my okay. my normal coursework but okay. like i just see my friends because i most of my friends are human bio so okay. i yeah. see them doing their work and i'm like yeah Yikes, i don't know let's not even go there organic chemistry is a devil bro like, yeah it's one of the classes i've generally struggled with mm-hmm. and but i won't say it's my least favorite okay yeah. but i want to hear what's your least favorite class before i talk about mine um let me think my least favorite class ironically has to be calculus <laughs> or or just this like mechanics class i'm taking right now okay yeah. so that's your least favorite mm-hmm. okay how about your best my best probably um i'd say thermodynamics okay yeah. so it's interesting that's yeah what it's, I'm it's interesting yeah mm-hmm. okay okay so for me basically i think my most interesting class as much as i would say it's the hardest is organic chemistry. Mm-hmm. I just I'm basically fascinated with how all these reactions occur. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it it genuinely fascinates me. Even though it might not love me back, the subject. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> it, it uh, might yeah. not love me back, but I genuinely mm-hmm. do like it. And uh, okay, so we've talked about your subjects, but mm-hmm. I want to get a sense of what your car- your career path is. So, what mm-hmm. do you envision yourself after your undergrad? So mm-hmm. basically after my undergrad, I mean, I know people do like masters right after bachelors, yeah. but I think, I mean, I want to pursue b- masters like later down the line when I have like an employer to like fund that mm-hmm. for me. But career wise, I'd say I want to go into the aerospace industry, Ooh, Okay. like working on planes or like spaceships or all that stuff. That's cool. I don't know. That's cool. Okay. I don't know. Uh-huh. Yeah. But then... I wouldn't mind working in the automotive side because, like, mm-hmm. I feel like those two kind of, like, go hand-in-hand hand in a sense of, okay. like, transportation vehicles, yeah. you know? One's going down the block and one's going out of the world, so I don't know. That's so cool. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Or, like, um, product engineering, like, making, like, products. Uh-huh. Like, yeah. I don't know. That's so cool. Okay, so you mentioned space, uh, aerospace engineering. Yeah. yeah? Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, am I hearing something about you going to space, or do you just want to make... I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't mind both sides of it. Like, okay, I uh-huh. would love being an astronaut, you Bro, know? Same. Yeah. But, like, uh-huh. the amount of training and the hard work that goes behind it... Like, it's insane, it, it, right? It includes a lot of grit, yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. no, you got that. Yeah. It's something <laughs> you can definitely do. Yeah. Okay, so aerospace engineering, uh, a bit on the mechan- automotive side. Uh-huh. And is that it? Do you have plans for grad school? Um, or is it not immediate for you? I wouldn't say it's immediate. Yeah. No. Uh-huh. Yeah. So one thing that I've noticed for most careers is that mm-hmm. there's a need to do your graduate studies mm-hmm. so that to look competitive, you know. Do you think yeah. it's something relevant in your f- career path or do you think as it as it is right now you actually do not need to do a graduate studies for you? Um I feel like most engineering majors, like, mm-hmm. they don't really need a master's or, like, higher education other than bachelor's mm-hmm. because most engineering majors I know, they get, like, six-figure jobs right Oof. out of bachelor's. Maybe I'm in their wrong career. But, <laughs> <laughs> but like, uh, it would be beneficial because, uh-huh. like, I see, like, I've heard people that, like, if you get, like, an MBA or, mm-hmm. like, a higher education, it would, like, set you up for more of the administrative side and, Ooh, like, okay, like okay. higher positions, you know? No, I get what you're saying, yeah? Because I have a friend on the flip side who's doing medicine, yeah? Uh-huh. And she's combining medicine and an MBA. Ooh, okay. So for that, she's not only looking to be a doctor, but 
in the long run, she's looking to go into the administrative side of medicine, Ooh, okay. creating policies and all that. So, That'd be she, cool. yeah, and I also noticed that most people who are employed by the World Health Organizations mm-hmm. don't just have a doctorate degree or do, are not just doctors. They are, yeah. they are medical doctors mm-hmm. plus they have an MBA and or a master's in public health. So mm-hmm. I can see that sense that for you, for for you as an engineer, that mm-hmm. you're probably gonna get a job with just a bachelor's. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But if you're looking towards going into administrative roles, mm-hmm. maybe an MBA might be useful. Yeah. Or like mm-hmm. if you're really passionate, like pursuing like PhD levels, mm-hmm. like for the more research based, like that's mm-hmm. if you're like intrinsically want to like do learn more things. You do know? you think you would rather do that? I don't <laughs> think so. So you don't see not right as now. A no, okay. maybe later down the line. We'll see. But like as of right now, no. OK. OK. So now jumping in into the main topic. Mm-hmm. What do you think are the struggles you face as a woman in STEM? And I know this is such a broad yeah uh, question so i want us to break it down starting from high school mm-hmm. what do you think was the biggest struggle you faced as a a person who identifies as a woman uh-huh. in the field of sciences yeah and then we produce proceed to uh-huh. university okay? yeah okay mm-hmm. so like um let me think in high school mm-hmm. um my dad was super passionate about like stem like putting me in like mm-hmm. stem related courses so mm-hmm. i kind of got the feel like early on and mm-hmm. i think i took a yeah i took a javascript course and like wow. i took like a little 3d car like cad course yeah. where i just like designed like a 3d car uh-huh. but then i think like i didn't Wait, and, and how old were you <laughs> uh i think like ninth tenth grade yeah okay uh-huh. like the high school that i went to like the Mm -hmm. last four weeks right it's like this special thing at my high school where you can like kind of like pick short-term courses to like do anything really that's kind of people people took like sailing courses Mm -hmm. cooking courses like you you were focused yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah Uh so i like i feel like i would have enjoyed them more Mm -hmm. like to answer your question i think my main struggle was not seeing people who like looked like me because like Mm. in those types of courses i was the only girl and coming from the area that i've come from i would be the only person like person of color in my class yeah and that's a big challenge itself yeah Yeah. uh uh-huh so then i kind of just felt weird like socializing with Uh other people because i felt like they didn't take me seriously Oh, yeah. Okay, and that's actually a common occurrence I've heard about yeah. people not taking you seriously because, mm-hmm. first of all, you're a woman. Exactly. And two, you're a woman of color. Exactly, yeah. So, so mm-hmm. you're already double undermined, you know, in that situation. Yeah, um, yeah, literally. And then my senior year of high school, I was like, dual enrolled in like a technical program so Mm -hmm. it was like called engineering design and machine technologies Mm -hmm. where i learned to just um like use cad uh, software like solidworks and stuff and then also use like heavy machinery such as like mills and lathes and stuff okay and it was throughout the whole year so Mm -hmm. yeah and in that course i was one out of three girls and the only person of color in the whole classroom damn okay achievements i guess i don't know Uh I th- okay, so you mentioned something about your dad being very passionate about STEM. Mm-hmm. Do you think that passion somehow transferred onto you? Or, like, in a way, do you think you would have chosen a different career path if he hadn't had that passion for STEM? Mm-hmm. That's a deep question. I know, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I guess, like, going into middle school and high school, I kind of didn't, like, understand why I wanted, why my dad wanted me to take such nerdy courses and (laughs) such boring courses, you know? Because people are doing sailing. No, literally, yeah. yeah, People are, like, baking cakes and stuff, and I'm out here, like, coding. (laughs) Yeah, literally. Uh Um, uh, Sorry, let me think of my words. yeah so like growing up i kind of like Mm -hmm. just didn't understand what my dad was trying to get at but Mm -hmm. i'm like coming here and at the stage of my life i'm kind of thankful that he kind of like broke me into that like sort of like field in a Uh sense because um like i'm a first gen immigrant because my because my parents immigrated from india so they're all about like the stem grind you Mm -hmm. know so i can understand why he want he's so passionate about me going mm-hmm. into STEM, and he's also trying to like push that onto my younger sister because I'm the <laughs> oldest of three younger sisters. Okay. So first mm-hmm. he wanted me to be a doctor. He of can course. get that. I think that's every parent's dream. <laughs> yeah, literally. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. So he was trying to get me, get me to be a doctor, and I'm mm-hmm. like, no. Um, high school, I actually wanted to go to school to be an architect, architecture. Okay. Because I just liked the art aspect uh-huh. and kind of like construction aspect. Yeah. But then as I was doing my college search, I was like, if I do five years of school, I'm only going to be making like, what, like 70K a year. That's not like Oof. a good payoff. Yeah. So yeah. I guess that's kind of like what transferred me into like mechanical engineering. Because then I can kind of, in a way, be contributing to like architecture. Because that's okay, like what no, I originally yeah. wanted to do. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that's a good blend. So mm-hmm. uh, any other struggles do you think you faced in high school? Mm, in high school, I would just say that they're personal struggles because... Mm-hmm. Um, my hometown it's predominantly white <laughs> I didn't mm-hmm. really see people like myself or yeah. like of my cultures or my faiths so do you think that was intimidating in some way it was intimidating yeah, yeah because I don't know if I if I saw more people who look like me and like I was mm-hmm. friends with more people who were into the same stuff like me I would probably be more comfortable growing up yeah. in like the STEM yeah realm you know I definitely understand yeah. that personally I think I would say the same mm-hmm. but for me it's I wouldn't say my parents intentionally geared me towards the STEM field. Mm -hmm. However, it was very clear from my dad that that's where the world is heading towards, you know? People who use more technical skills, uh, people who are more into physics and computer science, Mm -hmm. and uh, people who are into more data analysis type Mm -hmm. of things. But let's shift the topic back to you, because now (laughs) we're talking about the struggles of women in STEM. Yeah. So that was high school. Mm-hmm. Now I want to hear about college because I know that's where most of the struggles mm-hmm. people face. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Um, coming to college, um, being a woman in STEM. Mm-hmm. At, at the beginning, because like college is like a whole new life change, you okay. know. Like yeah. I didn't really get to know a lot of people who were the same major of me, mm-hmm. other than like my roommate last year. Yeah. But um, as kind of time went on and I kind of mm-hmm. got to know more people who were like in my same field of study, mm-hmm. it was kind of like a, I don't know, like, I'm not really like friends with them exactly, more like acquaintances. Okay. It's just like, oh, I know like a lot of people who yeah. are Mechie majors. Yeah. It's just like common ground in a sense, mm-hmm. like, oh, like what class are you taking? Oh, I'm struggling in that class. Oh, mm-hmm. I might need to retake that class. Like, oh, da 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 da. Yeah. And then it's also like, 
kind of good to just like be able to have them if mm-hmm. you want to like study something because mm-hmm. i'll be studying with them sometimes and yeah. it'll actually like help because mm-hmm. like i know i can't drill in the subjects Some, in my mind yeah. but if i just do it myself yeah, so, yeah. i get that mm-hmm. and i've heard a lot of people complain about labs Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I have a friend who's doing chemical engineering, mm-hmm. and she told me that she's okay with every other class except her labs. Basically, Ooh. basically because first of all, she's the only woman of color in her lab. Ooh. Yeah? yeah, and then there's this aspect that engineering is such a male-dominated field. It is, yeah. Yeah, uh, so a lot of guys tend to look down upon you, like, oh, you don't know what you're saying. Have you faced something yeah. like that before? Yeah, I feel like, um, I mean, I don't really try to, like, assert myself mm-hmm. into them, in, into, like, people more than I have to. But, like, yeah. working with some individuals, some, mm-hmm. like, men, to be honest, like, yeah. they just be like, oh, you, you, you don't know what you're doing. They have, like, kind of, like, a condescending mm-hmm. attitude. Mm-hmm. And then, like, yeah, I, would, I also experienced this in high school where, like, mm-hmm. I'd be, like, working through something. And the guy next to me, he'd, like, be struggling. Yeah. But he wouldn't ask me for help. help. Like, he would see my computer screen knowing that I'm, like, coding everything yeah. right drafting everything right but he wouldn't ask me for help so it's also like a ego slash superior yeah. complex type of thing uh-huh. yeah so that's definitely a problem i think guys need to work on right you know, exactly like, like there's nothing wrong with accepting you don't know the answer you right. don't know what you're doing and ask for help you know right exactly like it's genuinely okay to ask for mm-hmm. help but so you would de- so something you can make very clear is that especially in these technical classes Mm -hmm. there's this egoistic mindset that a lot of men have yeah but is it an intimidating is it something intimidating towards you like do you find it very intimidating um yes because i like if i am wrong i don't want them to tell me that i'm wrong Mm because then i'm just then it it just makes me like never want to like say anything ever again you know so like uh and in a way does it motivate you does it um, motivate you to actually work harder Yes, because I feel like I would see them as competition, mm-hmm. and I'm a very competitive person at yeah. nature, so I just want to, like, be better than them. Okay. Yeah. So I get that. So you can say that, in a sense, you've grown to be more competitive, especially mm-hmm. as a woman in STEM. Yeah. Because knowing mm-hmm. that this is a this is a career path that is dominated by men, and you need to break through. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So which brings me to the point... Uh, do you think MSU has given you the necessary resources to succeed as a woman in STEM? Let's mm-hmm. start with that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I think MSU does have mm-hmm. adequate resources mm-hmm. for any type of engineering or STEM yeah. field. You know, they mm-hmm. have like help rooms, study mm-hmm. sessions. Okay. Like, I remember my freshman year, they like you know the core Mm -hmm. like engineering program there they had like tutoring sessions for like almost all my classes i was taking at the time and i would utilize them pretty well i'd Mm -hmm. say it's just that like in such a big university you know Mm -hmm. like you can't really like cater to like like, one specific Mm -hmm. gender yeah Yeah. exactly Mm -hmm. um let me think um yeah and stem is also just like a hard field in general Mm -hmm. and I feel like MSU can do a better job of mm-hmm. 
providing more resources mm-hmm. like i mean they do have like help rooms and stuff it's yeah. just like the problem with those is that they're like not really properly staffed you know oh, yeah like true true yeah very true. right mm-hmm. like i had a blast last year when i was taking csc 231 <laughs> Which, yeah, it's, like, is the it's bane l- of my existence, literally bro. infamous amongst MSU and en- like no. engineering. But I'd be like the only way to get my projects done if I is was if I were to go to help, help them. rooms, exactly. Because yeah. th- why do they mix the assignments and projects so hard? No, literally, yeah, and mm-hmm. it's so time consuming. Exactly. But the only way I was able to complete them was like through the mm-hmm. help of like a TA, which mm-hmm. is only done through going to help room. Yeah. So it would it would be open from like four to nine, and I remember I had days where I would literally be there and from four to, to nine. nine. Yeah. And was it in person or via Yeah, it, w- it it was in person. Yeah. So That's like I had tough. to go there. And then there was, mm-hmm. like, an online queue thing, right, mm-hmm. where you had to, like, put your name and, like, your problem in. Yeah. Um, but then, like, it would open up at, like, 345, right? Mm-hmm. So then at 345 on the dot, literally, like, 20, 30 people were, like, signing into the queue. Yeah. And you could sign in, like, at the right when it opened, but you wouldn't get helped until, like, two hours later because it's just, like, wow. yeah. Okay. So I know. That's definitely something they need to improve on. Mm-hmm. And other than all that... And other than the whole aspect of MSU, do you wish what what do you wish was available for you to succeed? So, um, mm-hmm. an example I can think of is mentorship. Do you think there are adequate mentorship opportunities, especially for women, when it comes yeah. to now your specific career path? Um, yeah, there's a like for and en- for overall engineering. There's mm-hmm. a lot of organizations for women in engineering, yeah. society of women in engineering, women in engineering, mm-hmm. like. I think there's more. I just don't know them right off the bat. Yeah. Um, I think it's just like a personal struggle for me. It's just mm-hmm. I don't really use those resources as well <laughs> or as I should. Uh-huh. Maybe I should. Maybe. Yes, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> m- maybe. maybe. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I, I feel like those types of organizations or like mm-hmm. clubs are like super enriching for women mm-hmm. who are getting into engineering. Mm-hmm. And they just help you make more connections, like help you out in classes, like yeah. get internships, that type of thing. Mm-hmm. It's just like a personal struggle. I just don't have the energy or like time to like no, go I to meetings and yeah. stuff. Yeah. No, I get that. Okay. You mentioned inter- uh, internships, and I think this is the second time you mentioned it. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you done any internships so far? Yeah. After mm-hmm. my freshman year of college, I did an internship in my hometown mm-hmm. for an automotive company. Okay. How was that? It How was, was your experience? It was all right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was like... Like fifty percent was like in like an office cubicle, mm-hmm. and then fifty percent was like on a manufacturing floor. Mm-hmm. Basically, what I was doing is that the company, right? They make seats, like car seats, okay. like actual seats. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I was responsible for is that you know, like how the driver's seat and the passenger seat, there's like a little knob, and you can like adjust it, yes. and it goes like <laughs> back and forth, up and down, left Hashtag and right. Vague sound effect <laughs> yeah so basically the issue that the plant was having is that they're having like it needs to like sound right you mm-hmm. know because like when, when you're doing it and if it sounds wrong you're like kind of like well, alarmed you know yeah, you're like why so, is my chair making expensive sounds exactly you know? <laughs> yeah so uh-huh. my sort of project was to like determine the like root cause analysis so, like determine the causes of like excessive noise mm-hmm. or like failed audio testing mm-hmm. and figure out like rework processes mm-hmm. either to either uh, like uh, my words um <laughs> <laughs> english came on a boat <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh um mm-hmm. english came on a boat that's 
that's actually, that's actually so funny what oh my god it did come all about if you no, think about it no literally yeah anyways <laughs> as i was saying uh-huh. um so basically my project was to like fix the like reduce the fallout of okay. audio questions because if if on the production line if it as i was going down and mm-hmm. the audio test was like the last step in order for it to be like shipped off to the customer right yeah. so if it failed the audio test the whole like seat would be like scrapped you know Ooh. so okay. my job l- was to like reduce the fallout so they mm-hmm. can ship more parts to the customer so half the time I'd, i would either be like working on the seat things like manually like so you were there with a screwdriver and all that i shit. i literally was joel yeah that uh-huh. is so cool i don't know why that's kind of cool. <laughs> i won't lie <laughs> yeah yeah i was like uh-huh. i had gloves on i was like ripping parts uh, inserting uh-huh. new cables uh-huh. like plugging in the motors and was your like first time like really stressful and yeah did be- you freak out when yeah because like, i uh-huh. didn't know what i was doing exactly <laughs> i had to like literally s- like watch the production plant for like 30 minutes like mm-hmm. 30 like 50 different cycles onto like how to like deconstruct it and like <laughs> which components were actually contributing to like yeah. the issue and like yeah no that's cool i respect uh-huh. that because personally i'm i'm that type of guy who has to watch it. if it's something i have to construct and deconstruct swear to god i'll have to watch it like a hundred <laughs> times no before literally. i actually understand what i'm doing you yeah know? but like uh-huh. the 10th time like a few weeks down the road it was like easy peasy I was it becomes doing, like, like more like muscle day. memory you yeah know, like, what to do yeah okay mm-hmm. that's so cool so internship a success are you looking for more internships over the summer yeah mm-hmm. hopefully i've still yet to find one for this summer but, but yeah th- that's the plan mm-hmm. okay that's so cool yeah okay now one more thing about your academic life before we switch gears a bit mm-hmm. okay uh what do you think are your best study techniques that you have yeah best study techniques mm-hmm. so like basically how do you study for your course because it's already a, such a heavy mm-hmm. heavy course mm-hmm. so what techniques do you use to study or are you the type that looks at a page and it's in your mind? <laughs> <laughs> I wish. <laughs> like, sometimes, like, my last-minute mode of studying uh-huh. would just to be, like, looking at, like, a sheet <laughs> or, like, a formula uh-huh. sheet and just, like, try to absorb it, you uh-huh. know? But that never works out. <laughs> so, like, to plan my studying time, mm-hmm. um, if, I'm, if I'm struggling on a concept, I would try to draft it before my professor's office hours mm-hmm. and see him about it mm-hmm. and kind of work through it together and, like, understand some concepts mm-hmm. um for like mm, like the more like engineering side mm-hmm. i would find either youtube videos on different people explaining the subject to see because mm-hmm. like i love having different perspectives yeah. on approaching a subject so okay. if i can find like an easier way that's not like presented to me like in lecture mm-hmm. like i will absorb that so fast mm-hmm. um so yeah watching different videos on the concepts and Mm -hmm. then also finding problems to implement those and like work through them okay so yeah either uh, textbook problems or through Mm -hmm. uh class problems that or like yeah uh problems that my professors would post on the class website okay that are kind of like shifted into like his mm -hmm. way yeah okay Mm -hmm. so we've talked about you going either to the professors Mm -hmm. and uh finding different approaches but also those are the study techniques you have, yeah? Mm-hmm. And do you pull all-nighters, or you're not the type that pulls all-nighters? No, I'm not the type that pulls all-nighters. I yeah. only do all-nighters if I'm trying to, like, complete a task, yeah. like a project, mm-hmm. or, like, a set of homework or something like that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But to, like, 
if I'm trying to like study to like learn something and mm-hmm. like know how to do something, I'm yeah. not pulling all nighters for that because it's okay. just not effective. So would you rather wake up in the morning and read? Uh, or do you see? You see, I go to bed thinking that's the plan, <laughs> but then I wake up and I'm like, uh, that's not the plan that's at all. Never <laughs> that's not the trust. Plan. That's oh, that's one of the biggest chronicles yeah. of a student in college. You know, right? Literally. And I think that's always for me personally. I'm not the type that can't wake up. No, mm-hmm. if I tell myself yeah. that I have an alarm set for six, I'm going to read. That's the biggest lie I can do to myself. No, literally, yeah. But personally, I would pull an all-nighter. Mm-hmm. I have no problem with that. Like mm-hmm. uh, studying till odd hours of the night, that's fine by me. <laughs> yeah, like I'll be up. I have no problem being mm-hmm. up until like three a.m., four a.m. Mm-hmm. studying. But like, if I had to wake up at like what nine a.m. before my ten twenty, yeah. I'm no, yeah, no, we're that's not enough. doing that. <laughs> no, I get that. I get that. Yeah. Okay, so. That's we've talked a lot about your career path, what you study, mm-hmm. how you study, and the struggles you faced. Mm-hmm. And we've also talked about the resources that you have to succeed. Mm-hmm. So now let's slightly shift gears and talk to talk about the things you do outside the classroom. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, one major thing I am outside the classroom is mm. I'm an RA. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Shout, shout out to RAs. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um. I mean, it doesn't really take most of my time. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, I'm kind of in that aspect of, like, oh, I'm, like, a person of leadership. leadership. Like, mm-hmm. I'm a person of responsibility. Yeah. Like, if my residents need mm-hmm. help, they can come to me, mm-hmm. you know? Um, another, um, honestly, like, I'm so ashamed to say this, <laughs> but, like, I'm not really, like, that involved in any other student organization. No, but that's fine. But There's no problem with that. Yeah, yeah. It's, mm-hmm. it's just, like... Mm-hmm. For the engineering ones, I kind of have like stripes because I'm just like, what if I don't see people like me? Like, no, oh, what if I, I don't like that. it? Yeah. You know? Like, I went to one or two meetings and it, and it just like wasn't the vibe. You just didn't so, feel yeah. connected. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that would be solved if I had more like close knit friends who were of engineering majors. Yeah. Because uh-huh. I because most of my friends are either human biology majors or comp sci majors. And, okay. Like, oh, yeah. N- I don't really have any close friends who are like engineering, engineering majors, majors. So yeah, I no. think it's that's mm-hmm. just like my personal strife. Yeah. Okay. So how about what things that you do to relax so after a long day of class uh you had uh maybe you've done your midterms what mm-hmm. do you do basically to relax um to relax like if i did like a really demanding task like mm-hmm. doing a midterm mm-hmm. or like studying i would mm-hmm. just like kind of like sit in silence <laughs> <laughs> like i would just like sit like close my laptop shut my phone off and reflect just be, like, yeah I, uh-huh. no i wouldn't even be reflecting i just like turn my brain off mm-hmm. like i just okay. like okay th- i just did that just and did then that. like depending on how i'm feeling like i'll eat something i'll ch- i'll sit in my bed chill mm-hmm. out mm-hmm. like do a face mask you know the stereotypical stuff <laughs> um yeah, that's pretty much it. I don't know. Okay, that's fine. I that's just try to, like, not... Mm-hmm. I just try to bring my stress levels down, you know? Okay, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. How about going out? Um. Yeah, I go out every now and then. Mm-hmm. Um. I'll grab dinner with a friend or go mm-hmm. out with some friends. Um. Yeah. Okay, so the reason I'm asking all this question is mm-hmm. trying to see the work-life balance, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so something that I've made very intentional in this podcast is that we're such a unique generation currently mm-hmm. because we're transitioning from teenagehood to adulthood. Yeah. So, you know, that a lot of things that we weren't prepared mm-hmm. for, like how to be an adult. You know, mm-hmm. we weren't, we were told, yeah, you're going to have to pay bills, but right, we weren't told, yeah. like, bills are this expensive, you know? Yeah. So, also now the work life balance is something that we, war- we, we weren't basically told about. Yeah, it's it, kind of just like a 
uh, what's the word? Um, mm-hmm. mm, unspoken, it's an, like, concept exactly. to, like, have down, you uh-huh. know? And I feel like coming to college really, like, drills that into you, because, mm-hmm. like, I feel like MSU especially, because, you know, it's, like, such, like, a renowned party school. Exactly. To say. <laughs> so, and for uh-huh. STEM majors, like, uh-huh. you need to, like, it's like a it's like an academically demanding major, so you can't like Very just true. like slack yeah. off and just expect to do good, you know. Dude, I'm telling you, there's some majors out there that they have fun. Ugh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't want to mention because there's no hate to any. Yeah, major, no hate to any major, but, but yeah. Bro, some people just be having so much fun, and I'm like, why right. not me? <laughs> no, literally, yeah. Uh huh. Uh-huh. But I think I'm. I think I've gotten the hang of, like, yeah. the work-life balance, you mm-hmm. know? I think it's just, like, me to, like, actually instill some discipline, discipline. into my life. Yeah. yeah. Because if you want to have that balance, it's it takes so much discipline. Like, it does. And, yeah, yeah. But I think that's one thing college actually teaches you, you mm-hmm. know? Because if you don't have that discipline, then you're definitely not going to pass your classes. I think discipline yeah. also comes from, like, the way you were raised, too, because Facts. I've seen people, I've, se- I've seen people who, mm-hmm. like, have absolutely no discipline, no scheduling mm-hmm. in their lives, mm-hmm. like, they'll just, they just won't do things, or they'll do things, like, willy-nilly, it, and then... They go with the flow, basically. No, yeah, literally, yeah. but, like, sometimes, like, there's, like, a set time to do yeah. things, yeah. and if you want to, like, be successful, exactly. and, like, want to get the things you need uh-huh. to get done, done, so, yeah. Yeah, so definitely... Uh, home training and how you were raised right i think that's very important and personally as an re yeah i can say that i've seen people with no home training no and it's literally quite, i genuinely think it's, it's sad. so quite alarming oh it's, my it God. is alarming because yeah. sometimes maybe if i'm doing a roommate check or roommate agreement mm-hmm. you know i'll walk into the room and i'm like damn how do you just live like this like, no literally i look yeah. at the floor it's dirty clothes everywhere and yeah you, you can just see from how they live they mm-hmm. don't have their life figured out and immediately I can make a conclusion that is this how their academic life looks like? Right. Exactly. Yeah. Like, is it just is it this messed up or am I just assuming things, you know? Right. But yeah. uh as I said, as mm-hmm. actually you said, it's more of an unspoken concept, you yeah. know, like finding that work life balance. Yeah, it's like no one teaches you no in one college. Ha- exactly. It's just like you it's it's just something you need to figure out for yourself. Exactly. It's something yeah. you need to develop. That discipline, exactly. you know, mm-hmm. that uh tomorrow I have class, so I better sleep at this time. Yeah. You know, le- if it's yes. like planning things it, out exactly. in order for, like to like get things done you want yeah, to get Yeah, you know, and like, yes, go have fun. Go out, yeah, you know? Uh-huh. Like, uh, don't make college life just about books. Mm-hmm. Like, make memories about it, but at mm-hmm. the same time, you have to think that, dude, I have an 8 a.m., which, by the way, biggest advice I can say, don't take 8 a.m. Oh, yeah, don't take 8 a.m., guys. Like, you know how it's in so high school horrible. it's easy to wake up to school and reach in school by 8? Yeah. It's completely different in college. Oh my god, I remember in high school, mm-hmm. I would literally be up until like, what was it, like 3am, 4am, mm-hmm. and I would be sleeping right, and then I would wake up at like 7.15, yeah. and get ready in like 15 minutes and go to school, Exactly. and then, but but like the thing is, I only got two hours of sleep, right, so mm-hmm. my other hours of sleep, I would just come back from school at like 3pm, yeah. and crash, crash until like 9, yeah. which just kind of explains why <laughs> my hours were so like yeah. night owl, you yeah. know, but... No, but yeah. it's it's easier to actually do it c- in in high school because right. you know if you don't reach in school by eight, you'll get in trouble. Mm-hmm. You'll get either detention or you'll be punished or something like that. Mm-hmm. In college, no one is gonna punish you. 
Yeah, like I feel like in high school mm. it's so easy to do that because you have like what your parents exactly and, like, you have your parents teachers te- like your yeah. principal like kind of yeah. like hunching down on you uh-huh. and like getting then suddenly there's this transition where and you're sh- all free. Yeah, reins yeah. are gone. Yeah, exactly, you're on your own. You're on your own. So if you don't have that discipline, knowing that I need to sleep mm-hmm. and wake up for my eight a.m. Trust me, if you don't have that discipline, you might miss that eight a.m. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like we mm-hmm. yeah, like we said, I think ninety percent of work discipline comes from like home home training. training. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, I I think we're good on time, mm-hmm. and we can do the last two questions, which mm-hmm. is, what's some advice you'd want to give to the women out there, or people who identify as a woman, uh, who want to do a major related to science? I'm sorry, could you repeat the question? Uh, what what's some advice you would want to give? the women out there who want to do a major related mm-hmm. in science I would say to do it 100% because mm-hmm. we can't let these men win ladies come <laughs> on like uh-huh. yeah don't uh-huh. let anyone discourage you from what you want to do mm-hmm. and if someone's pushing you like my dad to me like if, yeah. if someone's pushing you into the STEM field like mm-hmm. kind of like step back for a second and like kind of think it over you know yeah, is it something you really yeah and if do? it's something that you uh, and if it's something that you actually want to do then like wholeheartedly like put your heart and soul into yeah. it but if it's not then like it's not because some people are not some people aren't cut out for like some things you yeah know? i get that yeah no, i genuinely mm-hmm. get that i know a couple of people who dropped mm-hmm. their majors like in their first year and they're like i wanted to become a doctor i well i thought i wanted to be a doctor but mm-hmm. i don't think that's my career path i don't think yeah. if i can't manage chemistry right now i don't think i'll manage it in med school mm-hmm. so knowing your limits is mm-hmm. something very important but at the same time as you said if you feel like this is something you want to do mm-hmm. do it wholeheartedly yeah because as you mentioned this is especially in a stem related field mm-hmm. it's something dominated by men so you're always going to be in competition Mm-hmm. So doing it wholeheartedly, putting more than a hundred percent, is very important, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, any other advice? Um, if you want to pursue the STEM field as mm-hmm. a woman, um, yeah, like I said, wholeheartedly go for it. But mm-hmm. if you find yourself struggling, like, please, please find like accurate, like, like not accurate, uh, just just find resources that mm-hmm. will help you and yeah. like, kind of like excel you, you mm-hmm. know. Yeah. Yeah. Don't it, don't it, just it be like stuck in the mud and, and just it can be it, you know? intimidating. But yeah, it is intimidating. Mm-hmm. But all that matters is just like your grit and hard work to like get out of yeah. that right, You know. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's good. So one last, actually two more. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the last one, con- uh, in this related topic mm-hmm. is, if you could go back, let's say a few years ago to when you were sixteen, mm-hmm. what's one advice you'd give yourself? 16 year old me Mm -hmm. let me think it's a good question yeah i know yeah (laughs) it's making me think Uh um Mm -hmm. mm. (laughs) i should have told you this question before so what you think about it yeah yeah yeah. i like telling asking people this question because it actually Uh makes them think what would i Mm -hmm. tell 16 year old me Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I would just let 16-year-old me know that you're going to see a lot of stuff, you're going to encounter a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. but, like, just just stay true to yourself, know what you need mm-hmm. to do, know what you should do, Yeah. find the right people, you mm-hmm. know? So, basically, you got this. Like yeah, yeah. You're on the right track. Don't worry about <laughs> it. <you know? laughs> yeah, basically. Uh-huh. No. 
uh, interestingly enough, that's what I will also tell myself. Because mm-hmm. when, back when I was 16, I was very unsure of what I want to be mm-hmm. in life. Mm-hmm. You know, like, uh, I know my parents, not my parents, my grandparents wanted me to be a doctor, but mm-hmm. my parents weren't, like, my parents have always been, you know, do what you want to do as long as it brings food to the table. Mm-hmm. So it's always been now a matter of me s- doing a self reflection on what I want to do. Mm-hmm. So if I was to go back in time, I would just tell 16-year-old me, don't stress about it too much. You have mm-hmm. you have plenty of years coming. And yeah. whatever you're going to experience in the years coming, you're going to actually uh, mm-hmm. reinforce that idea of who you want to be. And for me, it's uh, someone in the health sector, not necessarily a doctor, but a policymaker. Mm-hmm. You know, so doing pu- public health and policymaking, ensuring that I can be the guy behind the scenes making sure that doctors yeah. have a good life mm-hmm. you see or making sure that people have uh, health health policies that favor them mm-hmm. so yeah going back i would tell myself don't worry don't stress you know yeah mm-hmm. okay good advice, yeah so one last thing and this is something that uh, i actually vouched vowed vowed yes <laughs> to talk about in this podcast is how you deal with homesickness okay <laughs> so, and it, I think from the previous episode, I mentioned that a lot of international students face this. Mm-hmm. But it's not just international students. It's mm-hmm. also people who have lived with their parents their whole life, mm-hmm. and now they're living alone. Yeah. So how do you deal with homesickness in your um, own perspective? Yeah. <laughs> I think freshman year, mm-hmm. I didn't really get homesick because I was so, like, engulfed in the feeling of independence, Independence, you know? yeah. yeah. Mm. I think it's just, like, a first-gen type of yeah. thing, you know, mm-hmm. with, like, immigrant parents, you know? Mm-hmm. But occasionally, yeah, I will get homesick. Mm-hmm. I'm actually, like, going home for the weekend right now, so... So lucky. Yeah. yeah. And I think coming here made me fortunate to only be living, like, an hour and a half drive mm-hmm. away mm-hmm. Con- com- compared to, like, international students where they're literally yeah. here for, like, winter break. Yeah. yeah. Which is tough. I know, mm-hmm. yeah. So for you, you go back home, and mm-hmm. so for you, how you can deal, how you deal with homesickness is literally just get on the car and go back home. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And do you cook? Like, cook? um, mm-hmm. I want to improve on my cooking, uh-huh. but I do enjoy my mom's cooking. Okay, so it makes you feel at home. Whenever yeah. you eat mm-hmm. your mom's cooking, you're like, this is home to me. No, literally, yeah. Mm-hmm. I get that. It could literally mm-hmm. resuscitate me. Yeah. <laughs> I get yep. that. So for me, as um, I mentioned in the previous episode that I, I would cook. Mm-hmm. Now in this episode, I would say, uh, you know, chilling with my friends, especially mm. my Kenyan community. That's mm-hmm. something that, as you say, can literally resuscitate me, makes me feel like I'm at home. Being able to talk in my native tongue mm-hmm. to people that understand it I yeah. genuinely gives me so much joy because uh-huh. I, I feel like I can be myself. You know? Right, yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. there you guys had it. Uh, cook, talk in your native tongue, do whatever makes you feel at home. Mm-hmm. Like college does get really stressful. and It um, does, yeah. yeah. Um, Homesickness is real, so don't let it get to you. Mm-hmm. But I think we've had an amazing conversation. I promise to keep it short. Uh, I've been reading your feedback. Most of you people are like, they... They are very interesting, but you guys would prefer to make it between 40 to 45 minutes. So, uh, deal accomplished. We've talked about the struggles of a woman in STEM. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. So, any last words? 
No, not really. This is a really productive conversation. I'm glad we had this talk, and I'm glad I got the opportunity to talk on this podcast with you. Yeah, no problem. All right, folks. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, my name is Joel. I'm Fatima. And this is Spilling the Z. Topic, I'm a woman in STEM. Deal with it. <laughs> All right, bye. Bye. Equality of the sexes. You wake up, house up, round round in it, lost on that.